Hola, seniors and senoritas. <laughs> yes, I came in my Latino way today. You can call me Senor Avoracado. Okay, that sounded very awkward. <laughs> Anyways, how you guys doing today? It's your boy Samuel Avoracogene in me Yes, and I'm here recording the third episode of The Young Nigerian. I'm so happy. I'm so glad that this thing is moving thank you so much guys for your reviews on the last episode of Carfors Law I am so so grateful to you guys I got a lot of reviews I got a lot of streams on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts thank you guys so much I saw all your streams and everything also your reviews they were so funny I'm so glad that everybody almost, or at least almost everybody was able to relate I got a lot of stories from girls, from guys who have used Okafor's law or Okafor's law has been used on them. So thank you guys so much for that. So today we have a new topic and this topic is quite political. Yes, the topic is 2023 elections. How it won't be? Yes, it's the question. Next day election, how it won't be? You know, this podcast is called The Young Nigerian. So, as young Nigerians, we need to talk about stuff that are important to us, that are very crucial in our lives. And elections are very crucial things in our lives. So, we need to talk about them. Next year's elections are going to be super important in our lives, as young Nigerians or as Nigerians in general. So, how it will be? In the course of this episode, we're going to go into this political world and we're going to talk about how crucial the elections are, the candidates and their portfolios, talk about voter apathy, also we're going to talk about the collection of PVCs. So this is going to be a wonderful and amazing episode of The Young Nigerian. Yeah, welcome to this podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Young Nigerian. And our topic today is 2023 elections. How it won't be. So, first of all, I'm going to talk about how crucial the elections are in shaping Nigeria's future. There's something we need to know about. Now, if you, what I mean by Nigeria's future, I mean by Nigeria's economic and political future. That's what I mean. Now, if you take stock of how each presidency has performed, starting from 1999 up until now, you would realize, now this is not hearsay, this is not me spitballing, this is me talking according to actual figures. You can look it up online. You would see that according to the figures of performance, performance ratings, you will notice that since the time of President Basanjo to now, Nigeria's presidency has been on a downward curve. It has gone from mediocre to bad worse and now this is the worst according to the figures remember this is not me saying it it is what the figures are saying 
So you need to realize that if we don't get it right in the 2023 presidential elections, it means that it's going to go, go from worst to worster, in quote, because as it is, things are so difficult in the country now. You, you barely have enough money to buy stuff that you need. Prices of food stuff are skyrocketing. Prices of things are going up so much. Inflation is at an all-time high. Unemployment rate is so high. So this is why the 2023 elections are so crucial in determining Nigeria's political and economic future. I just want to put that out so that we can know how important next year's elections are. <laughs> I think I've sounded too serious. <laughs> Anyways, but seriously, it is the, the elections are very important, so crucial to our lives. You know, okay, I'll talk about that later, but but they are so important. I'll talk about what I wanted to say. I'll talk about it later in the episode. So let's move on to the candidates and their portfolios. Now, I guess maybe we should start in alphabetical order. Uh, yeah, but as we all know, there are three main candidates for the 2023 presidential elections. The candidate of the APC, the candidate of the Labour Party, and the candidate of the PDP. Those are the three main candidates that we have in the presence of Senator Bala Ahmed Tinewo, uh, Mr. Peter Obi, and Atiku Abubakar. Those are the three main candidates that we have. Uh, let's start with Ahmed Bala Tinewo. Yes, so Senator Bala Ahmed Tinewo is 70 years old according to wikipedia and he was a senator in the third republic of nigeria before it was dissolved and he was a two-time governor of lagos state from 1999 to 2007 he was the governor of lagos state his successor was um also, he he worked a lot in the um, oil industry. He worked for Exxon Mobil, and he also did a whole lot of stuff during Mkyo Abiola's movement. He worked with Mkyo Abiola, the late Mkyo Abiola. He worked with him in the movement against tyranny and. Um, bad governance. He moved against them a lot. Also, as Lagos State Governor, he brought out a lot of bodies that helped Lagos State. Also, as a governor, he followed the Lagos Master Plan. And according to what they say, his successors, he also told them to follow the master plan because the master plan was laid down way before he became governor by i think latif jokande 
once governor of Lagos State. So, Bola Metinibu was a governor under AD, the party AD, from 1999 to 2007, before he crossed over to a party. A new party then formed in Nigeria called the ACN Action Congress of Nigeria. It was the ACN that he, he was a major um, participant in coalition of the CPC, the ACN and some other parties that formed the APC before they took over power in 2015. So, uh, a lot of people see him as a political heavyweight all over the country and, and he says so also he has been heard saying he helped uh, President Muhammad Buhari become president also he has also been said to say or rather he said in several videos circulating online a particular phrase saying Amy Lokon which means it is his turn to be president. And he also said that it is the Yoruba nation's turn to the president or rather for the presidency. And also um, his, his um, goals as a presidential candidate, uh, they have not been said yet, but a video I saw of him saying of how to you know handle inflow like um, lack of cash inflow was more taxation on the people so that's what me, that's just me saying what he said in the video so that's basically him Bola and let's go to the Labour Party's candidate Mr. Peter Obi uh, Peter Obi is 60 years old he was also a two-time governor of Anambra State he was impeached about two times as governor, but he went to the Supreme Court and he got his mandate back in Anambra State. He won Anambra State with Abga, Abga party in, the, in Anambra State, a relatively unknown party in Nigeria, and he won in 2003, and he was governor of that state. <coughs> Excuse me, he was governor of that state. Till about 2014. Well, as an state governor, he was the only governor during his time not to borrow any money, but he left money for his successor. Only governor during that time to do that. Also, during his time, he did um, a lot of revamp in the educational sector of. Anambra State. Also, you should know that before Mr. Peter Obi uh, became governor, he was the chairman of Fidelity Bank. He was a successful banker before he became governor. He was also into importations of goods into the country. So he was a businessman before he became a politician, before he became governor of Anambra State. So that's basically Mr. Peter. And Mr. Peter has also been heard to say that he wants to move Nigeria from the sharing formula to the production formula. That he wants to move Nigeria's economy from a consumption 
economy to a production economy how intends to do that he has not said yet but those are the things he has been seen lawyers been heard saying now let's move on to the third candidate of the pdp atiku abubaka is 75 years old and he was a two-time vice president under the presidency of president Olusegun Obasanjo from 1999 to 2007. Um, he was also, or rather, he is a businessman, and he has been in politics since the early 90s. Quick fact: Did you know that Atiku Abubakar contested for president the time that MKO, MKO Abiola contested in 1993? Actually, this is his fifth time of contesting for president. Yes, you heard that right. Fifth time. Contested in 1999, contested in 2007, contested in 2011, contested in 2015, also 2019. Oh, sorry. He, cond- he didn't contest in 2011, sorry. 2015, 2019, and now. This is his fifth time. Sorry for that mistake. So that's it, basically, about as Also, you should know that he has seem to say that he wants to give poor people um, jobs and opportunities to make money so that when you tax them they can be able to pay tax that if you increase taxes they will not be able to pay he said that in videos around he also had a feud with then president who said that allegedly President Obasanjo's words that Atiku Abubakar is a criminal and he stole money, but since then they have settled the fight. Hey guys, welcome back. So we've heard how crucial the elections are and also the candidates and their various portfolios. I want to talk about voter apathy. Now, basically, voter apathy is the lack of interest in voting and electoral processes by people. And this is such a big thing amongst Nigerian youths, amongst young Nigerians. And this is something we need to fight. You want to know why? Because everything the government does affects us directly or indirectly it's not affecting you it's affecting somebody or somebody's business or somebody's father or mother or something that's why we need to kill voter apathy especially in nigeria and especially amongst the nigerian youths please let that lack of interest die in fact every evil Voter apathy assigned against Nigerian youths catch fire, die because I don't understand. Youths are just not interested in politics or interested in being involved in the um, electoral processes of Nigeria. Now, I voted for the first time in 2019. In 2019 elections, I voted. You need to see how few the youths were there 
very 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 few youths there you mostly saw like people that you know are way above 35 and 40 years old all those are normally those someone they claim youths but you know they are not youths i barely saw anybody my age and it felt so bad even with the 2020 edu state elections i also voted but the youth turnout was so low it was so freaking low we need to change that voter apathy needs to die please guys because if we rise up against these people then they will know that we are serious in taking back our country now let me put out these figures for election turnout since 2011 now you should know that in 2011 there was a 54 percent election of voter turnout which is relatively low to me just 54 percent of registered not however that it was registered voters were about 60 million people in 2011 now in the 2015 elections it went down by 10 percent to 44 percent in 2015 out of about 80 million registered voters only 44 percent of them went out to vote and it went down again in the 2019 elections 34.7 percent voter turnout that is so poor so so poor out of over 85 million registered voters if we don't come out to vote how would we get this change that we want this positive change that we want if we don't come out to vote now this leads me to pvcs i know a lot of campaign has been about this and i'm also going to join the campaign please go and register to get your pvcs young people anybody that's listening any age you are and don't have your pvc please go and register if you have your pvc encourage people that don't that don't have to register and it's not even enough to have a pvc a lot of people have pvcs but they just have it as means of identification they don't come out of vote as the figures tell us we need to move this 34.7 percent voter turnout to over 70 percent in the 2023 elections let people come out to vote encourage your neighbors encourage your friends encourage your girlfriend your boyfriend your sugar daddy your sugar boy your sugar girl your side chick your side cock anyone encourage them to get their pvcs and come out to vote because our pvcs is our power that's the only power we have Determine what will happen in our country. Please, guys, get your PVCs. So important. It is imperative that we get our PVCs and perform our civic duties as citizens of Nigeria. I love this country so much. I love it. I know I have seen a lot of things in Nigeria that about the electoral process that will make me want to say I beg you go there but I still want to believe in this country that 
it can have a headway but we need to start somewhere and that is by getting the pvcs registering if you have registered go and collect your pvc if you have collected make sure you come out on election day and vote Basically, that's it for today. Come out, get your PVCs, vote, vote, mona vote, lavo vote. Twenty twenty election. How it won't be true, true. I won't be because it will be so important. I want to leave you with this question. It's something that we saw. If you were online, you saw it so rampant. And they just concluded the Kitty State elections. Vote by. I have a question for you. What do you think we can do as citizens to reduce vote by? I know we cannot be totally eradicated once, but what can we do to reduce it by at least 80%? By at least 80%. What can we do to reduce it? I would love to hear your opinions on this. So please comment on anywhere, any platform, or maybe on my WhatsApp or anywhere, however you're going to listen or however you're going to get your answer across to me. But please, I want your opinions on this. How do we reduce votes by, by at least 80%? Thank you guys for listening to this. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope to hear your opinions. I hope to hear your comments on this. Thank you guys for listening to this.